Welcome to Marriage Devotionals with Jeff and Debbie, a weekly opportunity to listen in as they share their personal devotionals to encourage you and yours. And now, here's your hosts, national speakers and authors, Jeff and Debbie. So guys, we're here at the Knoxville Airport and we're headed out to Texas for a booking at Pasadena, Texas. We're doing a love and laughter this weekend. At South Main Baptist Church. It's a great mm-hmm. church. We're looking forward to getting to be back there. It's been a long time. So if you hear a lot of background noise, it's just airport. <laughs> January 30th, learn before you teach. How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Luke 6, 42. When you marry, your life becomes an open book. It's hard to hide your bad habits and weaknesses from the one who knows you best. It's tempting to point out every error and pressure each other to change. And it's much easier to focus on someone else's failings than your own. The scripture challenges you to keep your focus inward rather than outward. Keep a sensitive conscience to the Spirit's correction. Take responsibility for your actions, confessing your sins to God and the one you've offended. Study the word diligently to know his will for your life. Once you've humbled your hearts to acknowledge your mistakes, you're in a position to encourage one another. You can lovingly help each other do the right thing. You can seek God together to ask him what to do. Then your marriage becomes a place to grow in obedience every day. Lord, give us eyes to clearly see our sin. Help us to focus on our own obedience instead of trying to change each other. Amen. Well, can I just start out saying that you rock at this, (laughs) that you are, um, through the years, I think like probably most young brides um, who are trying to fit their husband into their fairy tale, Mm -hmm. that you probably did notice the areas where I was a square peg you were trying to fit in a round (laughs) hole or a sinful man you were trying to fit into a knight in shining armor but you gave that up so quickly and embraced who I was and it's sad to me that I see so many couples where they spend so much time trying to get each other to fit their expectations of what they should be that they never take the time to say, but what expectations do God, does God have of me and how do I need to make sure I'm fitting his expectations? And you do that beautifully, baby. Mm, thank you, babe. You know, I think that whole thing of um, the, the line that says, take responsibility for your actions, confessing your sins to God and the one you've offended. You know, we both, I, I appreciate the fact that we both decided a long time ago that we could pray and tell God that we're sorry and that if we don't say it to each other before that then we say it to each other after yes I mean the truth is sometimes I'm so mad at you after a conflict that I'm more willing to ask God for forgiveness than I am to ask you for forgiveness and I'm the same way I think that's natural because we have our pride that's acting as a defense to each other but we don't feel that defense against the Lord yeah so I guess that's why it's important to me to always like say, God, help me see my sin. I mean, the truth is, I'm, if I'm just going to be totally honest, and I've, I've said this to you before. Finally, she's going to be totally oh. honest. <laughs> oh. But I mean, I've said it to you before. Sometimes I, I think, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. God, God and I are okay. I mean, I'm, I haven't been doing sinful kind of stuff. And sometimes we need to be like see clearly the things that we're doing. Not necessarily even in our marriage or in our relationship, but just between me and God. Yeah. And I need to see that for what it is so that 
your transgressions don't seem big to me. Because if I'll just see my own stuff, then I can go, okay, I can let that go. I need to clean up my own stuff. Yeah, and I do see that in a lot of couples where, like, the wife sees the husband's sin is bigger than hers or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously they don't ever grow into any area of intimacy with one another because neither one feels safe to be vulnerable with the other. So that was Luke 6.42. That's one of those verses people quote a lot, Mm. usually at somebody else instead of (laughs) to themselves. And um, it's obviously, I think, been core for our marriage to take that stance. It's amazing uh, when we were talking the other night to that church in, uh, where were we the other night? In Montgomery, Alabama, talking about like in Philippians 2, uh, verses 3 and 4, where Paul says, in humility, in the middle of that don't do anything out of selfish ambition or vain conceit and in humility and started to realize how many times he keeps saying that in humility in humility and this is one of those times where jesus is the one that's saying live in humility so lord i thank you for um a marriage where we where you challenge us to live in humility and where we um, feel safe enough to be vulnerable enough with each other to to live in humility. I thank you for a wife that uh, helps me feel like I can just be me and um, I don't feel attacked. I don't feel judged. I don't feel like she makes my sins more salacious than hers. Lord, I pray that you would would just um, convict me of my own sin, even when I don't see it, so that I can get closer to you and then I'm less likely to even notice Jeff's sin because I need to clean up my own stuff with you. Thank you. Okay, so Lord, I just got convicted on the fact that my prayer was thanking you for the Deb, for the fact Debbie doesn't have this sin. <laughs> and so I need to come back and clean that up and say I am grateful for that. But I do need to ask your Holy Spirit to keep me in a place of humility and constantly recognizing the areas where I am Um, unfaithful in my marriage to you or where I am not um, pursuing you the way that I should in my relationship with you, my Savior. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would keep me constantly in the humility of the knowledge of the fact that daily, hourly, moment by moment, I need your grace and I'm grateful for it. Amen. Amen. So thanks for putting up with all the background noise, guys. Uh, As we've said before, We've just had to learn how to work in our devotionals in the rhythm of life. And the rhythm, rhythm of our life is like many of yours. It's fast. <laughs> it's furious. And so, you know, we used to, I used to hate to get to the gates early. I wanted to just run to the gate and get right on board and not have to wait around. The older we get, uh, the less I want to do that. I want to get there a little <laughs> bit early. I'm not so old that I want to get there like a day and a half early the way some old people do. But so uh, thanks for putting up with the background noise and um, thanks for listening to us have our, our little private time. Yeah. God bless. <laughs>